Hey everyone, that felt weird. Let me start again. Hey besties, how are we? Happy Wednesday. I kind of lied when I uh, finished off last week's episode saying that there probably won't be an episode this week because surprise, I'm here and I'm ready and raring to go. Um, In a shocking turn of events, I've come home and I'm home alone and I want to get recording. I'm feeling motivated. I'm feeling creative. So I wanted to talk to you guys about a few things today. We're going to talk about the feeling of being home. We're going to talk a little bit more about myself because I feel like as obnoxious as that sounds, <laughs> I feel like I haven't connected with you guys yet on a on a personal level. We're getting a bit more personal today. Um, as much as I've talked about things I've gone through, I feel like you don't actually really know anything about me. So we're going to talk a little, just a teeny bit. We're just going to touch on on the on the surface. We're just going to find a little bit more about who I am, what I'm doing, all that jazz. And then the bulk of the episode, we're going to talk about things I'm loving at the minute. It's a really simple one. We're not going that deep today, um, but just general things in life. Uh, loads of different topics that we're going to talk about. It was actually sparked by me putting a poll on my Instagram today, just like asking what people want to see. And someone asked, in fact, not someone, we're going to name drop on this podcast, Eleanor, you dropped asking for film and TV recommendations. So I'm going to take it one step further and I'm going to tell you everything that I'm loving at the minute. As always, I can't keep it on the DL. Um, But yeah, if you want to hear about this, stick around. Let's get into it. So... First and foremost, I want to talk about the feeling of being home. I've been home for just over 24 hours now and I already feel like a different human. Like I don't know what it is. So I grew up in a town. I live in a bit of a shithole. I I don't know how to describe it really. We are on the, what is it, northeast of England, uh, right in the little cracky crack in the right hand side of the country. I'm, I'm, I live around there and... It has a bit of a reputation, especially Grimsby, for being a massive shithole. Recently, I think the most recent fame we have got, number one is, I think it's called like Three Day Millionaire on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet, but apparently that's a good film. And then another thing that came out recently on British TV was, um, um, what's it called? I don't even know what it was called, but it was just basically about one of the prison jail. I don't even know. I don't think it's a prison. I just think it's a detention center, like jail area, uh, that is in Grimsby. And so that was a TV series that came out recently. So not the greatest of reps. We usually come bottom or top, depending on whether it's talking about the best or worst in the country. We're top of the worst ones and we're bottom of the best. <laughs> But that's just the way it goes. And so a little bit of a story time. I had a placement last year with a boy in my year group at uni. And he happened to live with someone who was also from my area, who was in the year above me. And that person as well wanted to come back. So I want to come back to Cleethorpes when I finish at uni. And this person wanted to as well. And he said to me, he was like, what is it about this place? Because everyone I speak to just loves it and wants to go back, even though it sounds like an absolute shithole. And what I replied with was, it is an absolute shithole, but it's our shithole. (laughs) And I don't know what it is, but it's the feeling of just like, I don't know, because there are definitely negatives to this area. Like, it's definitely small town mentality. Everyone knows everyone. Uh, If but it's also one of those things that it's kind of like if you let everyone know your business they're gonna know your business whereas if you keep it keep everything like quiet well not everything quiet but like just don't go vocalizing your entire life around the town then you'll be fine but it is one of those things that like you can't really go to tesco's without bumping into someone that you know or seeing someone you went to school with kind of thing but i don't mind it i really don't like i used to go to tesco i think i was a broken out of the fear of going to Tesco's not looking the best when I used to go after morning training and evening training at like 10 o'clock at night in my pajamas with wet hair no makeup on after swimming so I feel like after that point I can't really feel any fear whatsoever in Tesco's anymore so yeah that was that was fun but I just feel like 
I have such a deep connection with my hometown and I have no idea why but as much as I love traveling to other places and like in my future I definitely want to travel so much more I can only ever see coming back here and staying here and living here like I would love to maybe a big dream which is it I talk about it like it's never going to happen but it could happen if I work hard enough for it is to go to Australia maybe live there for a few years work there have a great time and then come back that would be a dream but there would always be the plan to come back like I wouldn't move to Australia and then never come back it's a very strange situation to be in because there's like a clear divide of people that live here so there's some people that are like this is the worst place I've ever lived get me out of here I never want to come back and then there's other people like me that are like okay I'll, I'll go and experience some other stuff and maybe I'll move to a city for a few years just to experience what that's like but I'm coming back you're not getting rid of me I want to come back and I don't know what it is I've just got this attraction maybe it's just because I've lived here since birth like I was born in the room that is my bedroom at home home which is getting sold because my parents are getting divorced but um that bedroom I was born in like my mum birthed me in that room so I don't know there's just something about this place that keeps me on lock and it's got me in a bloody chokehold and I don't want to leave but I want to talk about like the feeling of being home now I am a firm believer that home isn't a place I know I've just been rattling on about my hometown but I'm a firm believer that it is a feeling and not a place there are some places I have been that have supposed to been to be home like my actual family home growing up that's now getting sold that never felt like a home as much as I was birthed there never ever felt like a home to me always felt like four walls no love there no wow really trauma dumping but no love no home and I do think and then there are other places that I have been for five minutes and I felt more at home and more at peace than I ever have done in the 21 years of living in my family home and that's saying something so I definitely think it's a feeling and the things that contribute to that feeling are a feeling of peace and relaxed and safeness and you know when you like go into someone's house or just into someone's space that's theirs you you don't technically belong there but then they make you feel like you do they make you feel comfortable enough that you could literally do anything and they're like make yourself at home do you want anything to drink eat you know help yourself kind of thing and it's just like I just love that feeling but I also think that home is like a thing that you make for yourself so like when those people offer that not to be like oh no don't worry about it because then it just kind of if someone's offering that to you it's like a okay that's an invitation if I turn it down, it's kind of rude. Not rude, maybe rude, I don't know. But like, it's kind of not upsetting. I don't know what the word is, but like, if someone's inviting you to just be yourself in a space, you should take that invitation and not make anything awkward or anything more difficult than it needs to be. Because if someone is opening up their space to you, like, you know, enjoy it, accept it. And I think home can also be with people like I know with my boyfriend I think probably one of the first times in life when I realized that you know I really do love my boyfriend and all that jazz I realized you know this is what home feels like and then ever since then I've kind of compared all other feelings to that initial feeling of home with my boyfriend and to me home is just a safe calm relaxed space where there's no judgment the world outside doesn't matter and you can just be and you can just relax and it's just the best feeling in the world and I've been home like I said for just over 24 hours now and I can just already feel my personality coming back I don't know if it's because going to uni is like obviously when I go to uni that's it it's university time I've got to work hard. I've got to grind, grind, grind 24 7. I've got to look after myself. I've got to cook. I've got to do this, blah, blah, blah. But I've been home for these 24 hours, just over. And I mean, I've been home alone for stars because I'm, my dad's not here. He's away for the weekend. And it's just been bliss. Like today, I did the rounds. I went to see my mum, went to see my grandparents. And it was fantastic. It was like, I haven't been home in two months 
which is probably one of the longest times I've not been home before, but it's been grind season, baby. And I don't know, it was just, ah, I just feel so at peace and so relaxed and so chilled out. Being near the beach, being near the vibes, being near the happy is really making me happy. So I hope that you guys, you know, have this feeling of home. You have this space that you can call home, whether it be on your own, whether it be in the house that you've lived in, you live in right now, whether it be with friends, with family, with loved ones, boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever. I hope you have that. And if you don't, or don't, you're listening to this feeling like, oh, I don't have a home, you can make one. Please don't feel like, you know, home is one of these things that comes to you. If you're lucky enough, then yes. But also home is one of these things that you can make for yourself. You know, you find what makes you relaxed and at peace and safe and happy. Don't go looking for it in other people. But I'm saying that, kind of hypocritical of me because I didn't know what my home was until I met my boyfriend. So, you know, just try and find your home, whether it be with other humans or on your own in full four walls that you spend a lot of time in. But yeah, that's what I want to say about home. <laughs> I hope that's given you a nice, warm, fuzzy feeling because thinking about home makes me feel that way. Now we're going to get a little bit more personal. We've talked about my hometown a little bit. Um, but I guess I just want to... I feel like I've... Not that there's been a wall. Maybe there has been a wall that I've built. But just kind of like unleash the barrier. And just talk to you guys a little bit about me. Who I am. What I'm doing with my life. Where I want to go. What my plans are for the future. Just to kind of give you a little bit of a... So when I talk about all these situations and attempt to offer advice or from experience talk about my experiences you can kind of have a bit of background I guess maybe this isn't needed maybe I'm overstepping a boundary but who am I I'm shit at boundaries so here goes my name is Freya and I'm 21 years old I'm born in October October the 8th if anyone's twinning with me please let me know um, like I say, I was born and raised in Cleethorpes. I have been here for the entire 21 years of my life. I have a lot of people around me that I love very much and that love me. I have my boyfriend who I love ridiculous amounts. He's called James. He's 22 and he works here in, in this area. And it means that we are doing long distance because I go to uni in Manchester. It's a four-year degree. It's a master's, integrated master's degree. I love Manchester. I don't regret going there at all. The city is incredible. There's always so much to do. But it's expensive, especially in the time of a cost of living crisis. Um, Ugal is struggling, but that's okay. I think a lot of students are right now. So if you're like me, financially struggling, combined with, you know, a divorce and having to communicate with parents to try and help me out, it's a little bit of a difficult one. And student finance is no help either. Sorry, little rant there. Um, maybe finance talk is a podcast episode for another day. But my plans after uni are to graduate, to come home, to buy a house with my boyfriend. I'm very lucky. I have, he is my first and last boyfriend. Not that there is a ring on this finger yet, but there will be. <laughs> I'm telling you now, there will be. If James, if you're listening to this, there will be, you know it. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, we, We're pretty much like committed to each other now. It's kind of just like a we're almost husband and wife already, you know? Like, it's one of those things where we've kind of just already committed to each other. That's it. It's just a matter of when he pops the question now. And we've both said, like, obviously we want to wait until after uni because imagine how miserable it would be being engaged but living, like, a hundred and something miles away. And that's not my idea of fun. I want to be able to live with him before we get engaged. You've got to try before you buy, you know? I say this, I am joking. I pretty much know now, I've spent a lot of time with him, what it would be like to live with him. But to live full time together, I need to just try before I buy, you know? <laughs> Obviously I'm kidding, but uh, it would be a great experience. We've pretty much lived together. When I come home, we pretty much just live together now. So 
that's great. That is an area of my life I'm very proud of and I'm very happy about because it's surprisingly been the easiest thing I've ever had to do. Growing up, I was like very anti-boy, kind of a bit of a tomboy, kind of a bit like not that bothered about boys, but also maybe it was like a protective mechanism because a lot of boys were just mean. And then, funny story, this is actually round three of James and I's you know, trying to get into a relationship. Round three, third time's a charm. We finally got together. First time I was focusing on GCSEs and I was too scared. Second time I was too scared again because it was only like six months later. And then third time I reached out to James and was like, hey. And then the rest is history, to be honest. But yeah, I will definitely start like opening up the relationship podcast episodes if that is something that people would be interested in. I am very aware that I am very lucky in the fact that I have found my soulmate and my life partner. Um, So perhaps I can't, maybe I'm not the best qualified person to give kind of, obviously there's difficulties in relationships and our relationship. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but I can only offer advice from the sense of I've never had a breakup. (laughs) I don't know what that feels like. I've, I've been sad before and I've, you know... Obviously, this is round three, so I know what it feels like to kind of end something before it's even started. But from an aspect of breakups and things, I can't really say a lot on that. But I definitely want to talk about kind of long distance relationships and like allowing yourself to start loving and being in a relationship. Because it's definitely a scary thing to do, especially if it's the first time you're doing it. I mean, we've been together for three and a half years now. So it's kind of like just one of those things that's, oh my God. We've literally been, oh, we missed our six month anniversary, three years and six months. We missed, oh, I'm only just realizing we missed our three and a half year anniversary three days ago. I'm going to go text my boyfriend now and tell him that because I get annoyed, not annoyed. I get sad about things like this. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, we forgot it. Oh, this means that we don't love each other as much anymore. But life happens, you know? Anywho. Yeah, so I want to come home. I want to buy a beautiful house. I'm very lucky that my boyfriend works. He's able to save up a lot at the minute. And my aim is to save as much as I can when I get into a job out of uni. And hopefully we can get a nice house. One of the best things about being from a bit of a shithole area is that the house prices are pretty cheap for a pretty pretty good house. So (laughs) that's a positive, I guess. I want to get a dog. Even though James is very anti-dog, not because he doesn't like dogs. I'm going to put that one out there now. It's not, he's not anti-dog. He's anti-working full-time and not being able to give the dog enough love, which I completely understand. But for me personally, I would rather spend an extra hour or two at work to pay for doggy daycare for the dog for that day. Because then he can go and play, or she can go and play with all of his friends at doggy daycare. And then he can come home and we can be loving with him and take him for walks and have great times. But that's what I'm still working on, trying to convince James about. And then we, funny story, we initially were like kids, kids, kids. Yeah, we're going to have kids in the future. Uh, in fact, our second date, we were talking about like what sports clubs we would want kid- our kids to uh, go to. Important stuff. Um, and then we went on holiday to Rhodes last year. <laughs> and it was the best birth control I think I could have ever had because it put us off kids completely. And we were like, yeah, definitely not for at least 10 years. I do not want to be in my 20s with a child. I want to be in my 30s, if at all, at this point, honestly, because the shambles of this world, particularly this country right now, I don't think I want to raise a child into this. So we'll see. Jury's still out on that one. But yeah, that's my wonderful little life. Let's just, that that's me. Hi, my name's Freya. I feel like we know each other a little bit better now. If you ever want to give me a message, tell me a bit about yourself tell me what you like about the podcast, anything you don't like. I am open to all types of criticism and and love. Give me it all. I'm here for it. So I hope, you know, you guys feel a bit closer to me and a bit more understanding of my life and where I'm at right now. Um, yeah, I think that's like kind of 
giving you the insight that I wanted to. Now we're going to talk about bloody recommendations, things I'm loving at the minute. And I am actually really excited about this because this is something that, you know, is like a huge conversation in my everyday life. I'm constantly looking for other recommendations from people and I love giving them as well. And I am honoured that Eleanor on my Instagram said that she wanted some film and TV recommendations because she felt like I was, you know, I would have some good ones. That is an honour to me. I freaking love that. So thank you, Eleanor, because I freaking love everything in life. And I'm the type of person that when I find something that I love, I have to rave about it to everyone. So this is essentially just giving me a chance to rave about the things I'm loving right now. And I'm here for it. So let's get into this. So first off, we're going to talk about some TV series that I'm loving at the minute. Now, I got three months of Apple TV Plus free uh, because... I think it was something to do with my phone contract because of the people that I'm with for my phone or something. Oh my God, Apple TV Plus, the originals. So it's a bit confusing, I'm not gonna lie. I don't use Apple TV for anything other than like the Apple originals. Um, But some of them are incredible. The ones I've watched, I'm gonna, the, the first one I ever watched was The Morning Show. That is great, 10 out of 10. I love that. I love Jen Aniston. I love Reese Witherspoon. I love Steve Carell. I feel like they're star-studded. No matter what they're in, it's going to be amazing. And it really does. Like, it 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 pulls through. It's an incredible show. But the one I want to rave about to you guys at the minute is Ted Lasso. Now, I, like I said, I was, I'm kind of always been a tomboy, even though I don't like that phrase because girls can like things that are inherently more male and men can like things that are perhaps more considered to be more female. But I've always enjoyed, you know watching sport doing things like that and Ted Lasso is about an NFL coach so a National Football League American football coach that comes to England and coaches a Premier League football team and it is the most feel-good binge watch funny laugh cry kind of series that I have ever watched I'm nearly at the end of season two now so me and my boyfriend watch it together we binge watched the first season in one weekend when he came to visit me in Manchester. And then the second season we've been watching over, we, we watched, so the next time he visited me in Manchester, we watched like half of the second season. And then we've been watching some episodes on the FaceTime, like Apple share play thing that you can do, uh, which is really good, by the way. The only grievance I have about that is the fact that you can't see each other. So every now and again, like if they say something funny, you'll just hear the other person chuckle in the background. And it's really funny because you can't see them. You can just hear them chuckling and it like lowers the volume of the of the program. So it, it lowers the program. And you can just hear the other person chuckling on the other side, which I think is really funny. Um, but yeah, 10 out of 10, even an 11 out of 10. It is so funny and just so feel good. I highly recommend watching Ted Lasso and that's all I'm going to say on the matter before I go off on a half an hour rant about how good it is. Other shows I've been watching that have kind of like not been my favourite things ever, I'm obsessed with them but just like really good ones. Another like feel good um, like sad happy cry kind of one is uh, Shrinking which has the guy from How I Met Your Mother in him mother in it and I can't remember his name but that's a really funny one it also has Harrison Ford in it I believe but it's about um a man that his wife is in a car crash and sadly dies and it's about he's a therapist and it's about him like how he gets through it and his daughter and it's just a really good uh tv show and then also I watched a show called Severance which is kind of like black mirror-esque there's only one season currently but it's it's about so these people that undergo a surgical procedure to get uh on their brains so that when they go to work they can they can't remember anything that happens in their personal life and when they're in their personal life they can't remember anything that happens at work and some weird stuff goes on i'm not going to say any more because i don't want to ruin it but that is a really good like black mirror kind of not so far from the truth of what could happen in the world in the future kind of sort of stuff. I think that's really good. 
speaking of the world in the future, there's also one that's just come out called Extrapolations. And that's kind of about the climate change, the climate crisis, greedy people. That one's good, but it's not as good as I thought it would be. I was like, because there's like Meryl Streep, there's loads of famous people in it. And I was like, ready. I was like, yes, this is going to be incredible. And it was good, but it was kind of as good as the trailer told me it was going to be kind of thing. It wasn't like, whoa, this is incredible. I've also been watching Make or Break, which is like a documentary-esque style surfer documentary. Um, Really fun, really easy watch. Just interesting to see cool people surfing some waves, to be honest. And like the competitions and the effort that goes into it and all that sort of stuff. Another one on Apple TV. Wow, I'm really hyping up the Apple TV right now. Apple need to sponsor me on this podcast <laughs> because I'm raving about it. Hello Tomorrow is really good. Uh I think it's Billy Crudup, I think his name is. He's the like the main character in it and he's also in the morning show. It's really good and kind of futuristic but also so there's like robots and stuff, but it's also like looks everything looks kind of retro like it's set in the 80s, 70s kind of era maybe even earlier actually maybe it's more like 50s 60s the way they dress and things um but yeah that one's good makes you think the kind of the whole show is kind of like building up to something it is a bit of a slow burner but it it does get there in the end and actually so this isn't apple tv now this is i think it's netflix it's kind of blown up on tiktok it's called scandal and i watched this literally years ago I think it was on Sky that I watched it. Really good series, really quite long. I think there's quite a lot of seasons. I watched this years ago, but it is blowing up on TikTok at the minute. I highly recommend. It's kind of a bit sexy, a bit raunchy, a bit, you know, uh, forbidden love kind of series, but it is really good. I do highly recommend. The other day, so I'm not, it's quite weird actually. I'm not really a big into movies at the minute. I haven't watched many films that I can think of but the most recent one was I had a sleepover with my girls the other day and we watched The Menu which now I'm not a horror gal at all I do not do horror the most scary film I think I've ever watched all the way through and it's because it was more of a thriller than scary was Split and even that was at times a bit much (laughs) but I don't do horror at all so when I saw I think it was on Disney Plus that we watched it but when I saw that it was a horror thriller and a comedy I was kind of like oh I don't know if I want to watch this but it had some really famous actors in and that's usually my gauge of how good a film is <laughs> um but actually it, it wasn't horror at all it was more like suspense like thriller kind of thing a bit of blood a bit of gore but that was actually really good bit predictable but makes you think and leaves you on the edge of your seat a little bit I did enjoy it quite a bit um speaking of Disney limitless with chris hemsworth highly recommend this i love 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 this because it's got such good cinematography and it's about so chris hemsworth is essentially i think he basically travels the world but the whole point of it is that he is searching for ways to improve the longevity of his life uh and improve his brain his body in all different ways and he puts it all to the test and it's so good. I was roaring at the last episode. If you don't know what roaring is, because apparently this is something I've discovered with my friends at uni recently. Roaring to me, if I'm saying I was roaring, not I'm not roaring like a dinosaur. I'm not like, no, I'm not doing that. I mean crying hysterically. Not hysteric. Well, maybe. Roaring just basically means crying a lot. Um, But yeah, the last episode is pretty sad. I highly recommend. I really, really enjoyed that. I feel like I've really just bombarded you with recommendations. I hope you don't mind this. I hope you're taking notes as well because take these seriously. If you haven't already watched them, which I'm sure a lot of people have because these are quite, you know, uh, common films. Highly recommend taking notes. Recently, literally yesterday, just finished Daisy Jones and the Six on Amazon Prime really good again roaring at the last episode very very good i it was a bit annoying that i had to wait weekly to watch it but it was fine it was fine in the end because we got there great love story kind of just really good loads of different stories like love stories intertwined and things and you kind of have to pick sides as a viewer and all this sort of stuff uh but yeah that is really good 
another one on Amazon Prime that I watched a long time ago and just season one. I think there's a season two now that I haven't got around to watching yet. It's called Modern Love. And it's just a really sweet kind of romantic with a twist at the end kind of TV show. And I highly recommend that. Highly, highly recommend that if you're kind of like, you like a bit of a a romance, a bit of a following. It's not documentary, but like you are like following people's lives and stuff. And then some others that I'm not really, I think they're all on Netflix, kind of films and series. Designated Survivor. It's I, It came up because I kind of like had to go back into the archives to see what I've watched to kind of jog my memory of what I really loved. I watched this a long time ago, but it, apparently it's trending on Netflix again. That's really good. Again, it's like presidential. Yeah, I can't, I can, I can barely remember it to be honest, but I can just remember it being very good and remembering the actors in it. Another one I started to watch, I think it's a series again, called Kaleidoscope. And it's kind of, I think the concept is that everyone who starts it watches it in a different order, but it all still makes sense, no matter which order you watch it in kind of thing. That one's really good. Really enjoyed that. I don't think I ever got around to finishing it, though. A film that I watched. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I went through a very big Benedict Cumberbatch love stage when Sherlock was a thing, when it was thriving, big love for Benedict Cumberbatch. To be honest, never stopped. However, there is this film called The Courier, which is stars him. And that is a very, very good film. The Swimmers, which is about two Syrian girls that flee the war in Syria and just break every obstacle possible, every boundary possible, and just absolutely smash it. Obviously hits very close to home because I was a swimmer, but just seeing people face such struggle and adversity and come out the other side triumphant incredible really good story based on a i don't know if it's because you know obviously films some of them say based on a true story meaning you know they've kind of adapted it and then some like say a true story because it is to the letter i'm not sure which one it is but very inspiring girls highly recommend that as a watch and then now these are some kind of classics some are classics that I've always loved. Some are, I don't even know. There's a bit of a mixed mash, mixed mashed list here now because some of the films, basically this is a list of stuff where I don't know where you find it, but they're just things that I enjoy. So usually, you know when people ask you like, what's your favourite film? This one is my answer every time. And I want to say I don't know why. I do know why, just because it's a boss ass film. It's called Hidden Figures. It's about three black women in 19... Oh, I don't know if... 1950s, 19... I don't know. I'm probably getting that very wrong. Maybe 19... I don't know. I don't want to lie and say I know. But in the 19-somethings era, America, in NASA, absolutely badass bitch in it, essentially. Breaking all stereotypes, saying a big F you to all the bloody ignorant people in that era of life but it is a great great film i highly recommend some very clever women and i'm pretty sure it's based on a true story i'm not sure if it's based on like i said i don't know if it is a true story or based on a true story but a very very good watch if you haven't watched that i highly recommend and then last recommendation i know i've absolutely bombarded you here i can apologize but i'm not gonna because these are worthy of bombardment in my opinion the intern which has robert de niro i think his name is and oh what's oh anne hathaway goodness gracious how dare i forget her name yes it has anne hathaway in it it has anne hathaway in it and it's just an incredible again like i say feel good i love a feel good anything because it just kind of restores my faith in humanity sometimes when i need it but yeah, a really good watch if you've never watched it. It came out quite a few years ago now, I think. Um, funny story, it's actually the film that made my dad trust me in choosing the films from then on. He said, you can choose one tonight. And I was like, oh. and then it was an incredible film that he loved. Because my dad is a, a softy, a big softy. He's a big ro- rom-com, kind of feel good, laugh, laugh kind of movie kind of guy. And he won't be ashamed of me saying that. Um, But he loved it. And then from then on, he was like, right, that's it. You're choosing the films now because that was great. 
great recommendation. Uh, so yeah, 10 out of 10. Highly recommend The Intern. Whew. I feel like we need a breather for a sec. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let us all, whatever you're doing, just have a breather. Have a cup of tea, a stretch, a yawn if one needs one. Anything. Just, just take a sec. Because I certainly need a sec. I feel like I've really bombarded you all. I apologise. Right, we all good? I'm good. Right, next one. Music. Music. I feel like this is something I haven't really spoken about, but I'm a huge music fan. Big time music fan. Um, Artists in general that I'm loving and probably always will love. The Snuts. They are a a bland. Mm -hmm. They are a Scottish band that my boyfriend got me into. They are very good. Very, very good. Um, And also the Royston Club who I was kind of introduced to because they supported the Snuts at a gig. Incredible in terms of... They're kind of like the artists that are like my go-tos will never let me down kind of thing. Obviously, I love like loads of artists. So this year, I'm going to see Bastille. I'm going to see Arctic Monkeys. And I'm also going to see Coldplay, which is incredible. Like I'm actually seeing Arctic Monkeys and Coldplay in the same weekend. So it's going to be pretty nuts, if I'm honest. I'm very excited. Um, But yeah, those two artists are kind of... If anyone's ever looking for new recommendations of who to listen to, because they're kind of like, I think, lesser known artists at the minute, not being like, I listen to people that not a lot of people listen to. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it like that. I'm saying it like, these are really freaking cool artists. And gig tickets aren't that expensive because they're not you know the cold players of the world so i highly recommend listening to them because they are really really good and giving them some support in terms of songs i actually took a deep dive into my on repeat playlist and my also repeat rewind playlist that spotify do um to find these ones and picked some out of there that i definitely have been listening to non-stop First one is Boniver. I think it's Boniver or Boniver. I don't want to say it wrong because that makes me sound like a fake fan. But Wash by him, incredible. 10 out of 10. Love it. I'm actually going to make a Spotify playlist and I'm going to link it in my Instagram bio so that if there are any songs here that you love or want to listen to, go over to there. Sorry if you're an Apple Music person. I am not, so spotify it is um wash is kind of like just chill vibes honestly sometimes i struggle to understand the lyrics that he's singing because sometimes it's a bit like kind of thing um not that that makes any sense but yeah i highly recommend listening to wash wash is a nice chilled one so is shrike by hosier very much recommend nice chill one for the romantic people, for the for the people that love their significant others and want to be a bit gushy and send them a song, um, Matilda Mann's The Day I Met You. The Day That I Met You. I think that's what I just said. I don't know. Incredible. Kind of. So I listened to this when she was supporting Dodie at a gig. I think it was at the start of second year. So it's about a year and a half ago now and essentially i'm pretty sure she said that she wrote it based on someone did a tiktok and said like what is the best thing you've ever heard or what is the sweetest thing you've something something like along those lines and someone commented i forgave the world the day that i met you or something along those lines again i'm paraphrasing i can't completely remember what she said and i was feeling all you know sad because literally earlier that day i think i had said goodbye to my boyfriend we were doing long distance for realsies this time because covid wasn't in the way and i wasn't going back home and all this sort of stuff i was moving to manchester and that was it i was all in my feels and then she comes out with this bloody romantic sad cute adorable all of the above song and then she doesn't bloody release it for another year and a half and it's just come out now last month i think it was so that was great but it's an incredible song and it was worth the wait. You'll all be pleased to know. It was worth the wait. Another romantic one. Tom O'Dell and Aurora's Butterflies. 
this one is really cute, really simple, really relaxed, really lovey-dovey. Nothing else needs to be said about this one. It's just a very cute listen. Next, not to bombard you again. I don't want to go too quick, but also I don't want to talk about them too much because I don't want to bore you all. But Lizzie McAlpine and Phineas. We're not going to be talking about ceilings right now. The the number one song across the globe. We're going to be talking about Hate to be Lame. This one is one I actually discovered. I think it came on, you know, when you finish your playlist and then they recommend more. In the gym, this is one of the ones that they recommended. Um, and I really enjoy it. And I, of course, classic Phineas style. There's like a beat drop kind of, not beat drop, but there's a big end bit and it builds up to something. Um, but yeah, it's a really cool song. I really enjoy it. Three gym songs that I've been loving. Scissor. Oh, this is so embarrassing. I am not a diehard fan of this gal. S-Z-A. Scissor. Scissor? I don't even know. Oh, I'm embarrassed. I hope that's how you pronounce it. But um, Kill Bill also shows my lack of obsession with this girl. Um, It's probably like her most popular one at the minute, I would say. Very good gym song. I just really enjoy it. 10 out of 10. Same as Homecoming by Kanye West and Chris Martin from Coldplay. That one gets me like hyped. When that piano comes in, I'm like, like, I'm ready. I'm ready to get on that running machine and go for it kind of thing. Yeah, I really enjoy that song. I also really enjoy One More Hour by Tame Impala. That one's long and there's like big build-ups, but I love waiting for the beat drops and then lifting heavy things. <laughs> that sounds so ridiculous when saying it out loud, but it is the truth, so just gonna have to deal with it but yeah they're like the three gym songs that are my go-to's at the minute there's another song fun story i used to get literally all of my chill songs from Grey's and ask me this one is from Grey's and ask me it's called après minuit a little bit of français après minuit i wish i could speak french properly sorry if that sounded like i was taking piss i actually was trying then <laughs> but that's by felix ruber and schlindenwein I don't want to get that wrong, but that's a very good song, A Premin We. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Kind of like chill vibes, a bit inspirational vibes. I love an inspirational song. Leading on very smoothly, actually. I am convinced that there should be a job. Well, I'm sure there is a job already of like making soundtracks. Like, if someone came up to me and was like, I want you to give me a soundtrack of my life, I would be so bloody good at doing that. Because in my head, in my internal dialogue 24-7, whenever I'm doing anything, I'm probably imagining a song, usually a classical piece of some sort or a movie score that would go along with what it is that I'm doing. And so at the minute, we've got some classical-esque songs. Songs? Do you call them songs? Sorry to the musician community if I'm getting that wrong. But I have been listening, so this one's actually from Enola Holmes, it's called Dancing Lessons, and it's by Daniel Pemberton. It is a really good build-up, nice violins, etc, etc. Same with Wise One, which I believe is from The Lord of the Rings, I've never watched it. Apologies to any Lord of the Rings fans. Um, By Bear McCreary, I believe. Um, Also really good, quite a long piece, I think it's like eight and a half minutes or something like that but a very good i listen to it when i'm studying a lot of the time or writing something that i need to get done um just an easy listen beautiful beautiful sounding instrument another composer i guess you call them i'm not sure oliver arnold's now he's just released a song with ella mcrobb so there is actually lyrics in this one and it's called and we'll leave it there very beautiful very chill vibes really nice piece of piece of music um these ones are singy ones i don't think well one of them is a bit of a different one one is called doomed by moses sumney this one i'm i don't know if it was from gray's anatomy it could have been but it's one that relaxes me like no other it also got me for a pretty shitty time with the whole divorce situation i don't know why but i would just like lay in bed and just blast this song 
and just feel the vibrations and you'll get it when you listen to it but just like feel the song (laughs) and I know that sounds ridiculous but you'll get it just listen to it you will get it and then another more positive one is called look up by joy oladokun and it's a really positive nice easy to listen to song that i'm really enjoying i'm realizing that this podcast is gonna be really long i apologize actually no i don't fuck it this has been a great podcast and i'm very pleased if you are still listening to me here um that's all the song recommendations uh like i say check my instagram bio if you want the link to the spotify playlist so that you can just find those songs really really easily hopefully if you love any of them let me know and if you enjoy the song rex i can definitely you know each podcast or every so often update you on any series or films or music that i have been loving at the minute i am going to really quickly go through some other categories that aren't based on like entertainment that i have been loving some personal favorites first category is personal care um skin and me i'm sure you've probably seen a lot of people on instagram talking about it but my dad got me a subscription for christmas oh my god so they had a black friday sale so the first three months were pretty much a lot cheaper so they do good sales sometimes so have a look um and now it's only just gone to full price i think or maybe a few months ago it did now actually incredible i have been an acne sufferer my entire life it's kind of been one of those things you know i tried accutane i did the whole shebang the whole thing and no matter what nothing it was definitely hormonal acne definitely based on how my cycle works etc etc got better um so i got my the the implant the first time round, and it was cystic it was all down my neck it was all on my face like it was horrific but then it did get better towards the end of that first implant i've now got my second implant put in and it's fine my skin is incredible when i tell you it glows like no other the scarring has calmed down it is just so 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 much better than it's ever been before i highly recommend you know based on the knowledge that i have of the ingredients and things so it had clindamycin in which is an antibiotic for the first three months and i don't have the antibiotic anymore i've got niacinamide instead uh it's got tretinoin in it so you know quite powerful ingredients so you have like this quiz that you have to do before you start and it tells you about the sensitivity of your skin all sorts of things um just incredible i highly recommend anyone that struggles with their skin with spots i mean they don't just do it for spots i think they do it for aging and other things but yeah i highly highly recommend this company it is expensive i'm not gonna sit here and say it's not it's not student budget friendly unless you have a job or some very generous parents like my dad did for christmas but yeah 10 out of 10 my skin has never been better but to go along with that also will eat as skin food as a moisturizer it adds to that glow tenfold it is incredible i love it so so much it's so hydrating so glowy and it smells incredible i also love using it as a hand cream quite often but it's just a 10 out of 10 product can't rave enough about it and then we're going to go on to the food and drink now this one i'm going to try not talk too long about but i could get a bit excited so i'm going to leave the thing i'm most excited for until the end so first of all sweet potato i don't know why don't ask me but i'm obsessed with sweet potato at the minute right bit of oil on bit of salt in the oven chopped up into chunks in the oven 20 20 minutes half an hour depending on how rubbish your oven is incredible i don't know why i'm just absolutely upset i pretty much have it with every single meal now not meal every single evening meal I have like a box, a Tupperware of sweet potato on rotation at all times in life now, just in case. It's like, maybe I'll get withdrawal symptoms if I don't have sweet potato for a long period of time. I don't know what it is. I'm just, I just absolutely love it. I love the taste. I love the texture. I love the versatility. Highly recommend getting some sweet potato in your life. Another thing, my mum very kindly got me a hotel chocolate velvetizer for Christmas and love for starters so cool love hot chocolates in general 
but the mint flavor. Oh, it's like arrow in a cup, but better. Oh, it's so nice. I really, really do recommend the mint flavored hotel chocolate velvetizer sachets things. Really, really nice. Another thing is the the frozen veggie burgers from Aldi. I am not a vegetarian, but they taste incredible. There's just something about them that are just insane. With a bit of rocket, the other day, actually, I put some rocket and some avocado in a bun and put this in with a bit of cheese on top and with a bit of sweet potato on the side. It was incredible. Oh my God, guys, it was so good. I wish I could eat that meal all over again. And then the final thing that I'll try not to get too excited about because I realise that it is a bit sad. Matcha. Oh, matcha. So this is quite a controversial one because some people will actively and openly, when I tell them this, talk about how much they despise matcha. Now, I am a lover of matcha, but I haven't always been this way. My first matcha was okay. It was a bit earthy, but I didn't know how to order it, Okay. Now, through trial and error, I am going to share with you all today the perfect way to order a matcha. So when you go, now, first of all, the best matcha you're ever going to have is from Black Sheep Coffee in Manchester. It tastes like cake. Go to any of the, uh, any of the Black Sheep Coffee stores in Manchester. It tastes like cake. Only if you order it this way, though. Matcha latte with oat milk and vanilla syrup. It's not that extravagant. It's not that crazy. But if they do it right, it tastes like cake. If you are basing your recommendation of matcha on the prep matcha, you need to reevaluate your life choices because it is rubbish, especially with the coconut milk. It is watery. It looks like green soup. It is crap. Get somewhere that's going to do a proper matcha. In fact, I now have my own home kit of matcha because I love it that much. Still can't make it as good as Black Sheep Coffee do, but we're getting there. Incredible. Specifically vanilla syrup, specifically oat milk. Makes it nice and sweet, brings that earthy t- earthy taste up a little bit, but also provides the benefits that matcha prov- provides. Matcha is incredible. Go out there and Google it. It is concentrated green tea. It is insanely good for you. I see no problems here. I'm not going to try and get too excited because I usually do. That's all I'm going to say on the matter. Highly recommend trying some matcha out. Big, big, big matcha fan over here. Not to be a basic person, but uh, yeah, I am basic. Now, there's two things I want to talk about that don't really come under a category. Um, One is Vinted. Now, I've only made two purchases from Vinted, but... I have been loving using it at the minute because you get such steals for so cheap, like crazy. I got a Zara like bodysuit for £7 and it should have been like 30 and it had tags on it and never been worn. Incredible. And the next thing I want to talk about, I want to talk about, I'm just not going to talk about it. I'm just going to mention them like I have been doing with everything because I don't want to, I mean, we're an hour in at this point. I'm looking at the screen. We're in an hour. I don't want to divulge any more than I have to at this point. My projector. I have a projector at uni and it's so good. It's incredible. Fair enough, the speaker on it isn't great, but you can hear everything you need to hear and the fan is a little bit loud, but it's a projector. Of course, that's going to happen. The quality, incredible. I have got an Amazon Fire Stick stuck into the side of it, into the HDMI port. Best thing I've ever I've ever got. Best thing ever. Because it means that at uni, I don't need a TV to watch things, but also I can watch something I'm bigger than my, you know, my iPad or my laptop. Highly recommend getting a projector if there's a, you've got a big empty wall. Another thing that I also do, actually, the wall that I project it on usually has a whiteboard on it, but it's attached with the command, like, Velcro-y strips. So I just pull it off, put it on the side, and project onto the wall and then stick it back on when I when I want it when I'm finished with it highly recommend and then the last thing I'm going to talk about on this very long episode I apologize perfumes I am a huge perfume fan I love perfumes I cannot stress enough how much <laughs> I love perfumes okay bottom line how many times can I say it I love perfumes and I think I'm a pretty good judge of a good perfume I would like to say. So here we go. 
some of my favorite perfume recommendations what i'm wearing a lot of the minute number one now i will say actually bit of a uh disclaimer these are spenny i'm not gonna lie in no way shape or form have i bought these for myself okay these are all ones that have been bought for me as birthday or christmas presents it's fun turning 21 because people want to get you something nice and as a girl with expensive taste in perfumes i exploited that opportunity okay anywho <laughs> number one chloe just basic the original chloe incredible smells floral light lasts so freaking long like i will sometimes spray my clothes which i know you're not supposed to do but i like it anyways and then i'll they won't need washing because i didn't get dirty and they're not smelly or anything i will then go back to wearing them like a week later and they will still smell of chloe that's how good it is incredible 10 out of 10 and on the same realm is the chloe atelier de fleur collection particularly the cedrus one now apparently it is a unisex perfume which i can completely understand because it can be i can see how it could smell masculine on a man whereas on a female it's quite light and i don't know how to describe it it's just very it's almost like woody kind of smell like a oh i don't know how to do it give it justice i highly recommend smelling it <laughs> i think it's available like in selfridges maybe i got it in paris so i can't advise where to get it in the uk unfortunately but it is a fan favorite it's very expensive i will say that i think it co i think one of the small bottles set me back like a hundred and something euros so quite spenny for a little bottle but it's special. It makes it special because I bought it in Paris with my boyfriend. And it was a very, very special, almost once in a lifetime trip. So I think the reason why I love perfumes so much is because they remind me of a certain time in life. Or they... I just love smelling good. I really love smelling good. There's nothing. There's no better compliment, in my opinion, than, wow, you smell amazing. What is that? I would rather someone compliment how I smell than how I looked honestly another one is the versace dylan blue turquoise really nice smell i don't really know how to describe the smell of that one honestly you might have to go and smell it to believe it kind of thing that one's pretty much i think it's available pretty much everywhere you know selfridges house of fraser all all your usual smelly places that one is a very nice smell the there's also a dark blue one which i think is just dylan blue that is like more of an evening smell, whereas the turquoise one is more of a daytime, everyday smell. Both really, really nice, but I really like the turquoise one. Now this last one, I do not own it myself, but my friend does, and it is incredible. The reason why I love it so much is because the smell reminds me of um, how the hotel lobby smelt in Paris. And the first time that I that she, that she sprayed, like she put it on herself and I smelt it, I was like, <gasps> like literally like my heart dropped and i felt emotional because i was like that smells like paris to me like it was just obviously as you guys can tell it was a very special trip to me and just being able to be sent back to that trip with one whiff of my friend um and it's the maison francis Cajon. that's what i've just googled that's how the french say it not sure how the english is supposed to say it maison francis cur john there you go that's how the english <laughs> but yeah the satin oud one of that oh it's incredible incredible it is spenny i am not gonna lie and that is why i do not own it but it smells incredible highly 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 recommend and i'm gonna leave it there I'm going to leave this podcast there because this is going to take me so long to edit. And if you have made it this far, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening in and listening to me waffle on about things that I really love. I hope you have got some great recommendations from this podcast. I feel like they're great recommendations. Let me know if you listen to or watch or use any of the things that I have talked about today and tell me how you get on with them. I... I'm all ears. I love to hear about people's experiences. And if there's anything else, you know, from listening to this podcast that you think that I will love, always open to a recommendation. Your gal is skint, so it might take me a while if it costs some money, but 
I will get there eventually. If you believe enough that it is worthy of me trying, I will get it at some point. So yes, thank you so much for listening. Thank you just for being here. I appreciate you so hard if you are still listening to this. <laughs> if you are still listening to me waffling on, I very much appreciate you. So thank you so much. And I will see you very soon. Bye!